Welcome back to the ATP Circuit Cafe. You would not believe where I am right now. You could probably tell by my voice. I'm in bed. I have a completely portable setup, so I can just go anywhere I want and record this podcast, which should actually keep me accountable for my failures, for my mishaps. That is me trying a absolute ridiculously non-smart task of doing a podcast every day. I'm a very hard worker. I've got a very good job, which I put extra hours into because I love it. Volunteer work at a radio station, training new new trainees, as well as curating my own show. I've got plenty to do. And planes keep going over me head. Thank you, Father, for putting my podcast in the direct line of the of the flight path that should have been your number one priority when searching for a home. Look, I haven't even chatted about tennis just yet because I'm I'm just I'm not burnt out. I'm overwhelmed. The 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 tournament has been very very good, and the matches I've watched have ended how I've wanted them to end. I'm a very passionate watcher, very very passionate young young fan of the of the sport, and I, I just I think I was probably let's let's segue let's segue here. I reckon I was the only only Australian going for Andre Rublev. Last night, if you are a fan of the ATP Circuit Cafe, you will know that I am a huge Andre Rublev fan. I, I love that man. I get around him so hard. The Gag Tennis Podcast, Get a Grip Tennis Podcast, I am actually a meme to them because of how much I appreciate Andre Rublev, and I have no shame in that. I don't give a crap what somebody who has been on Celebrity Get Me Out of Here is going to think. Uh, just terrible. Just go tell me what Grant Denyer's bloody eyebrows look like, mate. Just so Andre prevailed in five sets against the Demon last night in the fourth round. Demon cannot get past the fourth round, unfortunately. His matchups are just not benefiting him in recent years at the Australian Open. Six love in the fifth. That was amazing tennis by Andre Rublev. He 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 could be up six love, three love, and lose a point and act like his whole family's been held hostage. Like he is an emotional tennis player. And I was I was very entertained by a conversation by Jimmy Courier and John McEnroe while watching the match. Jim talked about how if he if he let this anger go, he would just get all caught up in it and it would just create unforced errors and, and not good tennis. Whereas John needed it. He needed to be on edge, otherwise his performance wouldn't be good enough. He otherwise he'd stroll out there and not really care. But it be him on edge with the linesman, you know. It got him going. Um, yeah, John McEnroe, very happy to see the linesmen are gone now, and he said he wishes it was around back back when he was playing. But then what would have got him on edge? Would have he just gone, this bloody technology's a farce? Like, that would have been funny to watch. Oh, there's a woman, um, Helena Ostapenko. Bang, top of my head, that one. She she does not agree with the technology. It's quite humorous. Uh, the she got aced very easily. I saw it on a television. And and it was out wide to her backhand side when she was on the advantage receiving side. And she motions to her coach, what? And, like, puts her hands up, acting like a f- subway foot-long 12-inch, well, actually 10.5, apparently, uh, gap between her two hands. And I, I'm like, 
Helena, sorry, love, but you are delusional. You are delusional. So we didn't do the third round or really at all because I've I've been busy. I've been very busy. But um, the third round, I'm going to straight up tell you, it did not provide the highlights that the, the first or second did as much. Like regarding five setters and and like entertaining matches, we saw one in Mimor Kekimanovic beating Tommy Paul again six love in the last. Tommy Paul just didn't have the legs. But besides that, yeah, a lot of matches were just wipeouts. Zverev versus Mikkelsen, we always saw that that was going one way, and Medvedev just dominated Orjalia seam in all rallies really. Kazor, he he killed Greek sports six three six three six one, and that. That's the guy that beat young Holger Runa, the eighth seed, in the second round. So, well done, mate. He he plays today. Arthur Kazor does. Maybe it's Artur. He'll verse Hubert Hukax from Poland. And Hubi got the better of another Humbert, but that would be the last name of Ugo Humbert at John Kane Arena in the third round. So, well done, Hubi, getting through the fourth. He's he, he's a good, consistent fourth rounder, really, Hubi, at Grand Slams. Um... And he seems to travel well at Masters of Thousands as well. If people can out-rally him, that's all you really need. He hasn't really fallen into somebody who can, um, who can out-rally him. He's probably one of the bigger bigger guys who can rally well and hit winners when he needs to. But Kazor is playing, and it's probably butchering that pronunciation a lot, but he's playing out of his skin. He played ridiculously well against Holger Rune, but I can't, I can't say Holger Rune played well in that match. That would be a complete lie. To to see the Rublev Demon Or match, they they each dominated. Uh, Rublev killed Korda, Demon Or killed Kabali. Um, I'm very harsh, but it is what it is. Yeah, the third the third round was just like dominant. Like, did you see the Sinner Bays match? Like, that was just ridiculous. I think some of the blokes that had gotten through to the third round were on their last legs in the five set tournaments in the Australian Heat. But some of the more experienced guys really pulled through. Dimitrov did not, though. He lost to Nuno Borges. Very good upset from Nuno with 21 aces. The Portugal player took him out 7-6 in the fourth set. And we saw another upset with Cam Norrie taking out Casper Ruud. I actually was quite surprised about this one. But yeah, Cam Norrie, he converted four out of six break points. So he really won the points when they mattered. Casper Ruud could not convert. He did one out of ten. Like... Cam Norrie, yeah, he was on it. He was on it when it mattered, and that's how you win a match of tennis. Norrie now take on Zverev, sixth seed at uh, three, three or four p.m. at uh, Margaret Court Arena. If you're around, go check that match out. Because no, no, when Norrie plays well, it can be very consistent rallying. But Zverev could potentially outpower him if he just goes for those down the line deep shots. Borges, as uh, aforementioned, will uh, take on Medvedev today. One of the first matches to get underway in the ATP tour. And Medvedev should probably teach him how to play tennis. And then we'll see Alcaraz and Kekimanovic go at it. So it's an interesting look to the bracket. We've potentially got Borges or Medvedev versus Kazur or Herkax. Uh, Medvedev really should get through the semi on that side of the bracket. No real questions asked about that. But some players can really challenge him if he's not on his game. In that side of the bracket though... Uh, yeah, I give it to Med. Then we have Zverev, Nori, and Kekmanovic, Alcaraz. Well, it, it's it's pretty it's pretty obvious what's going to happen there. Carlos Alcaraz is an elite tennis player. 
is he's a spe- he's a human he's like a terminator he's a specimen he's a, i am carlos alcaraz like i don't he's just like a warrior so he'll probably take on uh zverev or nori in the next round that being said kegmanovic could give him a little bit of a run I, I don't think he will, though. Kekmanovic just doesn't have the power or any uh, skills, really. He played a five-setter last round. He's probably tired. But he looked good, though. He did win the last set six love against Tommy Bowen. Kekmanovic played actually quite a bit in Australia, if you know anything about him. He played quite a lot of Adelaide internationals. And he's, and he's, been, he's been around the tour for a little bit now. So, yes, Kekmanovic could do okay. I said that name like 20 times in the last minute. Zverev and Nori. I see Zverev getting through on that one. Kim Nori, yeah, I just don't see him outpowering. I just do not. And then we'll have quarterfinals in Yannick Sinner versus Andre Rublev and Novak Djokovic versus Taylor Fritz. Fritz did very well to take out Stefanos Tsitsipas last night, earlier yesterday afternoon or whenever the McRibbit was. Look, that was such an entertaining match. There was the Djokovic-Manorino match on at the same time where Djokovic just decimated 6-love, six 6-love, six 6-3. Six but I didn't see any point in really watching that, except for when he was yelling at the umpire or something. I, I, I got a little entertained then. I only really get entertained watching Decimation if there's something else going on. Um, Fritz, however, and the Sitsipas match was really great tennis. They both had to try really hard to win a point, you know? Like, genuinely very impressive tennis from both of those boys. I, I hope Fritz can go far one round. Um, Sitsabas, I don't like you. Yannick Sinner took out Karen Hachinov, 6-4, Yannick Sinner hasn't dropped a set so far, and he'll go into verse Andre Rublev in the next round, which shouldn't really be too much of a task for him. I think Yannick has the shot selection that Andre doesn't. I am a massive Andre fan, and I just don't see him getting through, especially with that second serve. Although the match against Demonor, Andre, it was very windy. I don't know if you picked up on that, but it was extremely windy. So Andre had to really hold back on his second serve and couldn't capitalize when it mattered. But he he did he did actually step it up a little bit of a notch, pulling through some one sixties and one seventies on the second. But they, they were rare. In, he was doing 145s, especially with the wind. So if it calms down a bit, maybe he can give Yannick a run for his money. But he needs to go in there with no mental awareness that it actually means anything. Like, Andre, if you are listening, and I know you are, seriously, this match does not matter. Go out there and just play like it's training. Just bwear the ball. Djokovic should again teach Fritz a bit or two about the sport of tennis and look to the crowd and I don't I don't I don't envy Fritz having to go out there and play against Novak um Taylor good luck try your hardest you got nothing to lose that's what I'm really trying to say these players Rublev and Taylor Fritz they've both got nothing to lose going in against their matchups but then again I think the fans of tennis would love a Yannick Sinner and Novak Djokovic semi-final a five-set, a blockbuster, and um, Novak really be pushed to his limits. I think Yannick could even take it. I'm going to say that. I think Yannick could beat Novak this year. And if it's a year to do it, it's this year. Because next year, if if Novak falls off a bit, if he falls off the next the year after, uh, people are going to say Yannick wasn't wasn't good, and he's going to go because Yannick's going to go win all these Grand Slams, right? Wimbledon's probably going to be his first, honestly, and um. He's going to win all these Grand Slams, and everyone's going to be like, oh, but he's doing it in an era where it's not as competitive. He's just got Alcaraz. Uh, 
Yannick Sinner is an elite tennis player. He's also a snow skier. If you haven't watched any tennis before, you'd know that. But um, he will decimate. He will. Uh, if his body's not made of glass, he will. He is absolutely... I don't know what's going on. Darren Cahill is his coach. I don't know what he puts in his Cheerios. It's it's actually insane to watch. It's not even fair. The Sebastian Bays match, it wasn't even fair. Like, Bays was actually not even playing bad. Like, he was not even playing bad at all. But Cinder just had absolute utter decimation. I was surprised when Bays won a point. A point. And if you can consistently play like that... I, I play tennis at a relatively high level. And you you drop points often. You just drop them because you are gassed. You are tired. You hit a net cord. Yannick Sinner could not miss. I don't know what happened. It was just immense to watch. So Medvedev, Herkax, potential quarterfinal, and Zverev, Alcaraz, and then Yannick Sinner, Rublev versus and Djokovic, Fritz. So seeds. Seeds are getting through. That's what we can see this year. Kazur and Borges and Kekmanovic, well done. They've all gotten through the fourth round seedless. But we can see that there's a common denominator with high seeds getting through. Stefanos did not beat Taylor Fritz, the seventh seed lost. But Taylor Fritz has been a top five player before. The ATP Tour is so competitive at the moment and it's so entertaining. And it, you'd be remiss not to check it out, seriously, because it's not just the Australian Open. The Tour goes the whole year. It goes the whole year. They don't stop these players. They're very dedicated to tennis and they love the sport. We go to 2-500 straight after the Australian Open, really. I think they get a week off, but then we go to 2-500s and it's, it's back on. So I will wait and see what happens on today's matches on Rod Laver Arena, Margaret Court, John Kane, etc. at the Australian Open. And I will get back to you, hopefully before the quarterfinals for a little preview matchup. I'm not going to make any promises with my hectic life schedule and uh, the spiders are actually invading my room as we speak, so I need to get to that. Um, I'm going to love you and leave you. Enjoy the tennis. Keep watching the Australian Open. Get around on my man, Andre Rublev, and I'll see you next time.